Hello there, thank you for tuning in and welcome to the Personal Training Zone podcast. I'm your host Albert and in each episode I give my thoughts on a topic from the world of fitness, nutrition, wellness and sport. It's Monday night in the gym, you step in there and it's absolute bedlam. There's grunting and shouting going on from the squat rack area. Every single machine is taken up and there's a couple of cardios left. So sadly, you have to take your towel and your water bottle and go onto the dreaded treadmill. You're on there for about 20 to 30 minutes. You're waiting for a piece of equipment to become free. And when it does, you take your moment, you pounce and you manage to get on the squat rack and you're loading it up and all is well. And then you get underneath it. You go to go for that first set of squats and for some reason you feel absolutely knackered. Well, in today's session, I'm going to be talking about how to structure your workouts and why sometimes you might not get the most out of your training session. First of all, there are a couple of things to think about when it comes to training or some things that you might not be aware of. And that is always do your heavy strength or power training before you do cardio and endurance work. And this basically has to do with how our body stores energy. So our muscles and our liver store glycogen. And basically you have around 400 grams of glycogen in your, in your muscles and around another 75 to 100 in your liver. And when we exercise, we use the glycogen up within our muscles and this gets depleted and then we start to replenish it from our liver and our body starts breaking down the energy sources and our reserves to create more glycogen, but that's much slower released. So what people do is when they go in and they do lots of cardio at the start of their workouts, they're basically running down the glycogen stores so that when they go to lift heavy weights afterwards, the body is fatigued and it doesn't have the energy there and able to get the most out of those sets. And as for those of you who've been listening for a while now, we need to make sure that we're lifting as heavy as possible for the maximum amount of repetitions in order to progressively overload our muscles to encourage them to grow. So how should I structure my training program, Albert? How, how do I do this? It's enough to know, you know, it's great knowing all this information, but how do I put that into practice? Well, when I did my personal training course, basically you get broken down into the three phases of your workout. There's always a warm up, there's a main component, and then there's a cool down. So the point of the warm up is to literally warm you up, funnily enough. So this could be a couple of different options for you. If you're going to be doing heavy strength training, the best way to warm up is to basically do the lift that you're going to be starting with, but with a lighter weight or with body weight. So this means for squats, you might go in and you would do some body weight squats or maybe have a little dumbbell on your chest and do some body weight squats for two sets of maybe 15 to 20 repetitions before going underneath the barbell or the leg press and doing your heavy working sets. If you're going to be doing bench press that day, you might want to start off by doing some press-ups on your knees or press-ups on the floor. Not too many, but just enough to get your muscle fibers ready to work. Now, the key with these warm-up sets is not to overdo it, not to go too heavy and not to perform so many repetitions that when you get to your working sets, you are absolutely shattered and you can't get the most of out of them that you want to. I used to do that when I was younger. I would spend like a good 15, 20 minutes doing every five kilogram increment up from 30 kilograms up to 70 kilograms and then wonder why when I went to do my working set of three sets of eight at 70 I I couldn't do that I could only do maybe two sets of five or something because I'd already done like six sets on the way up to 70 and my body was too fatigued so you want to get the right balance of warming up to fatiguing yourself 
If your main goal at the moment is an endurance event, so for example, you're doing a marathon on triathlon, you might want to spend your time just doing a gentle version of whatever you're going to be doing. So if you're training your run that day, you might just start off with a bit of an incline walk into a light jog just for three to five minutes, just to get the sun over your fluid warmed up in your joints and just getting your body ready to work at a higher intensity. If you're doing the swim for your triathlon, you'd maybe do a couple of lengths at a gentle pace or maybe some fin work or some pad work just to get your muscles nice and engaged and again, ready to work at the main exercise at your maximal effort. Now, the second part we're coming in for is the main components. So this is your pierre de resistance. This is where all the hardcore work goes down. For your main component, these are going to be your working sets. So if you're doing resistance training, you want to start off by doing your big compound lifts. So lifts that work the most amount of muscles. This are your bench press, squat, lat pull down, deadlift. Those are the kind of big four compound movements. You could also do things like military press, some sort of heavy seated row. And once you've done your big compound movements, perhaps you've done two to three of those on your given workout, you would then move on to smaller isolation or accessory exercises such as bicep curls, chest flies, face pulls, etc. using cables, resistance bands or dumbbells. So you've done lots of work with the heaviest weight possible you and your compound lifts. You've then moved on to lighter weights with the muscles that have already been worked by this compound lifts, but trying to get a little bit more out of them or trying to work on areas where you're perhaps not as happy as you would like to be. Perhaps you don't quite have as defined triceps as you would like. So you do tricep isolation exercises to try and encourage them to grow a little bit more or to get a little bit more out of the muscle. If you're doing endurance work, you'll find that now that you've kind of warmed up properly, you're going to be less likely to injure yourself because you've already got your body into position where it's ready to do the higher intensity work. If you're doing dancing or flexibility or yoga work, then you would like to have done a bit of some sort of cardiovascular exercise, which is going to get the blood pumping to the muscles. You're going to get the synovial fluid going in your joints, which is going to give you a greater range of motion so that you can work through those full ranges of motion through your exercises and again, have a lower chance of injury. And once you've done all of that hardcore strength work or endurance work or stretching work, now it's time to cool down. So your heart rate's been elevated through those hard working sets. And now it's time to just let everything relax a little bit. And the way that you would cool down, you could either go back onto one of the cardio machines and just do very, very gentle work. You could do some deep stretching. You can do some foam rolling. But essentially what we want to do is allow your resting heart rate or your your heart rate rather, to drop back down to your resting level. So we want to let the blood stop pumping so much so that it doesn't pull in our muscles. We can also do a little bit more stretching work, which hopefully is going to reduce the overall DOMS that you'll get over the coming days. And it's just nice to sometimes have a bit of a foam roll at the end of your session to just relax and kind of even out or get out those little niggles that you might be feeling um, from all your hard, hard work. And that's essentially it. That's how to structure the workout. You want to have a nice gentle warm up or something that's going to warm you up for the exercise you're going to be doing. You then want to go and execute the heaviest, hardest work that you can possible. And then you'll finish off by doing smaller exercises, isolation exercises, and then you can move on to a nice stretch. You can do some core work um, towards the end. You wouldn't want to start off by doing lots of core work because this is going to fatigue your body when you want to be doing those big, heavy compound exercises. In the next session, we're going to be talking about how to build muscle as a beginner. This will then be followed by how to build muscle as an intermediate. And finally, how to build muscle as an advanced person. 
Although there's not massive amounts of changes between them, there are definitely some things you need to think about at each stage of your journey. So I'll see you next time. <laughs>